Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this guy back. He's the guy I think should be the governor of the great state of Pennsylvania, and he's just a little bit short on that. And I don't mean height-wise, because you're a lot shorter than the guy that won. It's uh, Doug Mastriano. Doug, how are you? Good to see you again. I'm doing okay, and thanks for having me back on. It sure is good to see your your lovely face. Yeah, well, it's what we do, Doug, and we should make sure that we connect more often because I love I love how much you love America. I love how much you love Pennsylvania. I love how much you love freedom and liberty. You also love that people should be able to drink their water, eat their food, breathe their air. And I don't think that's asking much. I think, Doug, in the bigger scheme of things, let's start with, yeah, we want those basics for everybody. And, and then we'll worry about politics and other stuff beyond that. We're just not getting that from the pe- for the people in East Palestine. And they're in Ohio. And people are wondering, why are you talking to Mastriano? He's from Pennsylvania. It's actually very close to Pennsylvania, isn't it? Yeah, the train wreck actually is about a half a mile from the border. And, of wow. course, you know, the plume was blowing over Pennsylvania for a while. That controlled burn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now, let me, let me just, let's just start there. Who on God's green earth said, this is really, really poisonous stuff? So... Instead of cleaning it up and sending in more rail cars or having some hazmat crew come in, let's light it on fire, which changed the actual volatility of this stuff into something that was used as poison in World War I. Who's, who was the brain surgeon that said, let's blow it up, don't worry about the... There's a house like right next to where this happened. Yeah, there's many residents nearby. So apparently there's a phone call between uh, Norfolk Southern and S, I'll call them, the train guys. Uh, and Governor DeWine and Governor Shapiro, Ohio, Pennsylvania. And apparently they all consented this was a good idea. So my questions, I have a hearing tomorrow in Monaca, 19 miles away. Uh, public's welcome to come. Uh, the question's going to be, you know, who who made that decision? Who thought it was a good idea to go ahead and ignite a, you know, vinyl chloride, which when you burn it, turns into phosgene, as you said, which is a World War One gas developed by the Germans to kill Allied troops. It's believed to have killed, be responsible for 85, 86% of all chemical deaths on the Western Front, World War One. Wow. Terrible idea. So the, the governor's sign off, did they have the knowledge that you just told us about? They had to know, right? Don't you check in with a chemist? Don't you check in with experts? And, and isn't there a standard operating procedure? Doug, this isn't new that a train derails and that there's a spill of some sort. I mean, is there no SOP, really? According to Mayor Pete, there should be our Secretary of Transportation, right? He said, oh, about 1,000 a year, so what? Oh, Mayor Pete, why don't you drag yourself up? to uh, East Palestine, and uh, go ahead and uh, drink that water there and roll around on the grass. Let's see what you think about that. You know, Joe, I only spent this Saturday about six hours in the zone, five, six hours in the zone, and uh, just being there for a few hours, the throat was burning, had a migraine headache, had you know rashes on my skin, my eyes were burning, and I'm not living there or, or eating, or well, I did eat nearby, and it was, don't take the ice, man, a pass on that. Right, right. Imagine living there, and these people, they want answers and questions. My governor, when he signed off, apparently, on this this plume to, to set it, to ignite the, the poison chemical cocktail soup there, um, he, then he took off, I saw on his Twitter, he went to the Grammys and was hanging out with Smokey Robinson. And then what? before that, in the midst of this, you know, he got on a jet, private jet. Instead of going and helping the people, he, he hadn't, hadn't been there till yesterday. Uh, he went down to the Super Bowl in one of the skyboxes, you know, enjoying it up, uh, chucking it up there with Katie Hobbs and the other rich and famous. Uh, his priorities are wrong. The only reason why he went yesterday is because I was there, Wendy Bell was there, and of course Donald Trump is there today. Right. And if, if that's the kind of pressure it takes, okay, bring it on. Well, I've got to ask you about that. It's Doug Mastriano. He is a Pennsylvania State Senator, District 33. Are you the Senate Majority Leader? No. So the reason why I'm there in the capacity of my standing committee I chair, I, I chair Veterans Affairs. Gotcha. And 
and emergency preparedness. So under, uh, wearing my emergency preparedness hat, I'm there to find out what, what went right, what went wrong, and how can we fix it, and how can we help the people. So that that's why I'm holding a hearing tomorrow at Good. 10 a.m. in ACA. Uh, we did invite uh, the CEO of uh, Norfolk Southern, and uh, he declined. So that means I'm going to have to subpoena him and compel him to come and give testimony. I just don't know. These, these guys just don't get it, you know. You know, my view, Joe's speculation is that they were more concerned with opening the tracks than they were about the safety of the people. Of course they were, because they did it almost immediately, even while the burn was continuing to happen. And here's a company that, that is billions and billions of dollars in wealth. Now, it, it, we're, we're, talking, we're talking about a town that went 70% for Donald Trump. I think that plays into it. We're talking about a town that is almost all white. I think that plays into it as well, because the politics of 2023, from the far left and the radicals in this country, we should not worry about white people. We should not worry about Trump voters. They're all MAGA Republicans who wanted to do an insurrection. The fact is, these are not very wealthy people. They can't get up and just go. These are hardworking, blue-collar, real down-to-earth American people. They can't get up and go to Florida for a few months and relax. They can't go to the Super Bowl and relax. These people now have property values that are going to plummet. They've got health issues where all the animals are dying, and who knows what's going to happen down the line for the human beings. Doug, what do you think should happen here? And I want the hearing to happen. I want the truth to come out. But what should happen? I actually made this suggestion last night on my show, maybe you think this is nuts, that Norfolk Southern should buy all their homes. That's a great idea. And you know what, Norfolk Southern, now actually save you money. Instead of fighting in court yes. for 10 and making a bunch of law firms that are wealthy, just go ahead and buy it up and, and you know give everyone what they deserve. You know how heartbreaking this is. This is no game. It's no freaking photo op here. Yeah. I've been out there to help people, and I was speaking with the Kent family, young family, kids, eight or nine horses, four dogs, six cats. Uh, they can't, and they're can't. they less than a mile away from the plume, from the ground zero in Pennsylvania. They have nowhere to go. Across the street from them, of course, I met with Caitlin Schwarzwelder, and uh, she owns, owns a beautiful uh, dog kennel, high-end Doberman's, world-class. Uh, probably the best kennel I've seen, not exaggeration. And uh, she let me in her business. She has the building is hooked up with the wells, and you could smell the stench, this metallic wow. hydrochloride kind of stench. She can't use her business anymore. She's losing a million plus of investment. Uh, down the road from them is uh, Thad, Thad Timmons. Um, he lives on the tracks about a half a mile away from ground zero. Um, he's not His well got clogged up by, he thinks, chemical fallout. He's got a bunch of animals. He's got farmland. He doesn't know what to do either. He can't go anywhere. Uh, there with his uh, girlfriend, one-year-old kid, and six-month uh, pregnant as well she is. So it, it's a, Emily, and it's a complete disaster. These people hadn't heard from uh, NS or anyone else until I showed up. And then uh, NS started finally contacting the people in Pennsylvania. It, it's it's terrible on both sides of the border. The folks in Pennsylvania, you know, within that one mile random diameter, which is stupid, by the way. Yeah. People are beyond that. I have one guy testifying tomorrow, Joe, uh, 19 miles away uh, in Pennsylvania, three to 5,000 dead fish on, on this one river he surveyed. He's coming in with the dead fish and with samples. Good. Uh, he should, because it should be very graphic and very visual for everybody to understand how these people have been neglected. It's Doug Mastriano. Uh, hey, Doug, what is the website now that you want, uh, you want me to send people to? So go to SenatorMastriano.com, and you can register right there to come. Uh, if, if you don't register online, just come register in person, but get, let your voice be heard. SenatorMastriano.com, go and do that. Um, so let's talk about the timeline here. It happens, they make the ridiculous decision to start this ablaze doesn't make any sense whatsoever there should be a different protocol the the ts or the transportation department doesn't do anything 
Mayor Pete, who is a horrible mayor, by the way, in South Bend, and is even worse at this job, has not gone, has not has not done anything in in the means of helping. FEMA turns down emergency, you know, um, requests for cash until Donald Trump says, I'm going. Now suddenly FEMA says, you know, we will send you some money. Now suddenly because you're going, now suddenly Pete is going to go tomorrow. And this is all weeks after the initial thing happened. The people there feel like they're neglected. What What is Mayor Pete likely to hear when he shows up tomorrow? Which will be a photo op, by the way, because he could have gone day one. His claim was that he doesn't want to get in the way of the NTA, uh, the, the NTSB. Really? Is, is that, or the, the, the NHTSB, whatever the hell it is. He didn't want to get in their way. How, how would he get in the way by going and meeting the families that you mentioned? How would he be in the way by saying, we're here to help you. What do you need from me? I, I, and what a lame, lazy, stupid excuse. Yeah. Uh, Mary, you are the Secretary of Transportation. You're off of paternity leave last I checked. It's time to come in and do your job. Right. You know, what? If, unless the people are screened, he's going to hear, like, you failed us. You need to step up the game, get FEMA to declare this emergency. I don't know why uh, my own governor did not declare an emergency. He had an emergency order drafted, and they're kind of like, ah, oh, it's rural. They're not going to listen to us anyway. Are you kidding me? Wow. So this emergency declaration in the state would free up funds and plus encourage FEMA, of course, to support that unleashing, of course, a lot of aid from the federal level. Uh, the National Guard, we have the second largest National Guard in the nation, Pennsylvania. I'd say the best National Guard. Why weren't they not mobilized? Elements such as the 14th Quartermaster Det- Detachment, they could deploy their uh, water purification teams up to the site there, provide thousands of gallons to, to the farms and to the people, whoever wants it. Why weren't they uh, mobilized to set up temporary uh, residency in, a, in an abandoned mall or an old Walmart that's not being used or a warehouse, put cots in there, bring uh, child trucks in from the Army? I mean, we, we could have done this, but there's no one there. Ohio did, by the way. They yeah. brought the guard. Well, well it, but but also uh, Ohio's DeWine, who you mentioned earlier, s- said go back a day or two later. And then he said the water, uh, I just wouldn't drink the water, but everything else is fine. And yesterday he said the water is fine. We're still seeing video. D- Doug, I, I don't know if you're if you're a motorhead. Uh, I'm a car guy. And I've been out working on my cars. You spill a little bit of oil, and then you try to wash it with water, and you see that sheen on top of the water. Same thing with gasoline. You'll see a sheen. You know, no, don't drink that water. Well, that's the water in the creeks, or they say cricks there in uh, in Ohio. That looks like somebody spilled gasoline directly into the water, and you've got a governor who just yesterday said the water is fine. We had it tested. Yeah, it's funny. So uh, Norfolk Southern took us on a tour Saturday. I wasn't in their way, by the way. Uh, no truck stopped. I mean, they were working. And uh, by the way, none of the folks on, on the ground there are in hazmat suits or wearing respirators, which I thought was odd. But uh, we're by one of the cricks, uh, Sulphur uh, Run, and... Uh, there they have sprayers set up, and my uh, chief of staff went down the riverbank. It's kind of steep, and I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't go down, and you'll fall in. Well, it was because w- what we'd been doing is stirring the the, uh, the bed of the river, right. of the creeks, and that's where you see that oily crap literally bubbling up. This 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 poisonous soup. Yeah, I was actually run, which feeds uh, one of their uh, water sources, one of the reservoirs just south of town. And I, I spent about half hour there kicking the waterbed there and watching you know multicolored rainbows come out of the ground. I mean, in the water. I mean, it looks fine until you move a rock. I mean, it's disgusting. That river is going to be dead for some time. Uh, it's Doug Mastriano. Go to um, SenatorMastriano.com. You can go sign up to, to be at this hearing tomorrow. He's a Pennsylvania State Senator. Of course, he ran for governor. He should have won. Um, let me ask you this. If you had the button where you could fix it, if you had maybe you were the president, maybe you were FEMA, maybe you were Mayor Pete, maybe you were the, the governor, what, what does that button do? Do you move everybody the hell out of there for, for weeks, if not months, until we figure out how safe or how dangerous this might be? Yeah, so I, I am training crisis action planning. It's called CAP, 
in the army we take this for uh, for granted actually our training uh you know the bottom line is declare an emergency give people the opportunity to get out of there provide temporary residence for them and for their animals so we, we mobilize the national guard we, we set up areas where we could pro provide for people for a few weeks uh, we instantly deploy uh, our department of environmental protection into the zone to start testing the air the water and the soil. You know, in Pennsylvania, Josh Shapiro uh, finally announced yesterday they're going to start testing the air, water, and the, we're going to start now. Now we're going to start. Three weeks in. Tomorrow is three weeks. Three weeks later, he, they don't care. You know, he, he's down at the Super Bowl goofing off. He's at the Grammys goofing off. He's you know at these galas taking getting pictures with these bright lights around him. Meanwhile, people in Western Pennsylvania will, will probably suffer the worst consequences from this ecological uh, disaster here than we've ever seen since Three Mile Island in 1979. Um, this this is bad. I, just being there five six hours and feeling sick for two days just that's a few hours they live there what's going to happen to their kids their right. animals wildlife is dying uh, the raccoons are the first they're eating the dead fish and, and they're dying uh, i saw canadian geese on these ponds by ground zero and the ground zero the ponds nearby have these layers of this this chemical fallout bubble on, on top it's this black green goo i mean so those geese are going to travel somewhere maybe and someone's going to eat them and get sick i mean our food supply, we don't know about that. Our water supply in that part of the state, in the Ohio River, Cincinnati is already warning about using the, the water, of course. I mean, are you kidding me? That's a couple hours downstream. Right. Uh, Doug, uh, I don't know the exact population. I just want to throw out a ballpark. Let's say we say uh, East Palestine and then into Pennsylvania a little bit, maybe a three-mile radius, maybe a five-mile radius. It can't be more than 100,000 people, right? Maybe it's a little more than that. But even if it were, I mean, if you had a ballpark, do you know how many people that we're talking about that are directly affected? So the, well, the one-mile zone that Norfolk Southern randomly drew is about 5,000 people. Okay. So if they went entire town and out a little bit in Pennsylvania, which is very rural, you're probably looking at 10,000, 15,000 people. This is too easy to deal with with the Pennsylvania National Guard and right. all the resources our state we're one we're the fifth wealthiest state in the nation we need to have our priorities right not goofing off at the super bowl or grammys let, let, let's go let's go high end let's say it's fifty thousand people it's not but let's say it is seven almost seven million illegal aliens came across the border and they're living in hotels in new york city and they're living in hotels in chicago they're living in hotels in my state in texas we can't help out fifty thousand americans really Thank you for that perspective. That's exactly the problem in America right now. We're more focused on people that ought not to be here than our own people. The people in eastern Ohio, western, western Pennsylvania need help now. we got to do something and stop talking about it or goofing off and giving press statements. Do the job. Do me a favor and uh, let, let me know how the hearing goes tomorrow. I want to know if you're going to have to subpoena uh, um, the, the railroad line. L uh, when Mayor Pete goes, let's see what he does other than a photo op. It's what it's going to be. He's going to slow talk his way into, we really care. We're really looking out for you. But the people of that, of that area, including into Pennsylvania, they need answers. They need them yesterday because we don't know in five years if they're all going to get, because this is th this stuff. This vinyl chloride is a carcinogen. We don't know if they're all going to get cancer. We have no idea, but we know that it's really, really dangerous stuff, and the food yep. supply and the water supply are screwed. Do me a favor. Let me know how the hearing goes tomorrow. Let's have you back on soon. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. Hey, Doug, I appreciate you, and thanks for the hard work you're doing for the people there. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show.
Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. It's the Joe Pag Show. We appreciate uh, Doug Mastriano coming on. I really think Doug should have won. And, and you're seeing how the elites and the, on the radical left are out there doing them for themselves, going to the Super Bowl, hanging out with Smokey Robinson, all this while, while the people of East Palestine are suffering. And again, it's, what did he say? Carries a half a mile to the border with Pennsylvania. So this is a Pennsylvania problem too, mm-hmm. uh, big time. So you've got Doug Mastriano getting it done. He's got hearings tomorrow. Go to SenatorMastriano.com. If you're in the area, you want to go to the hearing. Um, I know that they've asked uh, Northern, is it, uh, what is it, North, Norfolk Southern? Is that who it is? That is right, yes. They've asked the railroad line to come too, and I think they've said no. And he's going to have to subpoena them now. And they should be there. And then when you see the video, and I'm going to show some of this video after the top of the hour, President Trump going to East Palestine and dropping off all the water and all the food and buying food for people at the restaurant and everything else. You're going to see that when somebody really cares. And now all of a sudden, we've got Buttigieg, who's heading there too. Uh, Carrie, I think I've got time for the top of the hour. Give me the Pete Buttigieg story. From Fox News, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg will visit East Palestine, Ohio on Thursday, 20 days after a disastrous train derailment led to fears of spreading toxins. Buttigieg said earlier this week he planned to visit Ohio when it's appropriate. Buttigieg and President Biden's administration have faced heavy criticism for their response to both the Ohio derailment and others in Michigan and Nebraska. Buttigieg is expected to meet with community members affected by the derailment and receive an update on the ongoing investigation by the National Trans. Transportation Safety Board, which is expected to issue its initial findings on Thursday. So he's going. Did you see the um, the video from last night? I or he did. And his hubby? Yeah, when they were walking and that reporter. Right. Yeah. The reporter from the Daily Caller, I believe, goes up and says, um, hey, why, aren't, why haven't you gone to East Palestine yet? I've already made comments about this earlier. Right, but are you, are you going to go? I'm trying to have some personal time right now. Carrie, the guy looked at her and said, I'm trying to have some personal time right now. You know, he's of the party that was cool with Sarah Huckabee Sanders being confronted at a restaurant. She's he's of the party where Maxine Waters said, you know, make make a crowd around them and confront them wherever they go. You can't ask him while he's walking with his hubby when he's going to go to East Palestine because he's too busy with the personal time. And then. He takes his, his camera and takes a picture of her. He said, I need to take a picture of you. I mean, I don't know. How would you feel that as a journalist? Really, We've got to go here, but how would you feel about that? was a weird situation last night. It, w- it would have been uncomfortable. Extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. Why are, you t- are you threatening me? It felt like a threat. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We're coming right back. Stay here. This is The Joe Pags Show.